Hello everyone and welcome back to Lil Slice of Everything. How is everyone doing? Me personally have been listening to a lot of JoJo, a lot of Heffron Drive, mostly JoJo though. If you have not heard of JoJo or even if you have and haven't listened to her music in a while, I want you to go on YouTube, I want you to look up JoJo Thinking Out Loud, you are welcome. JoJo I would argue is one of the best vocalists of our generation, period. And I just love her music. I love her voice. Iconic. And Heffron Drive, just like, it's Kendall. His voice is just very peaceful to me. I can relax. I can be somber. Music is just great. Speaking of music, Justin recently put out his Changes tour, so tickets are on sale if you like JB. You already knew that. So listen, he's coming to my town. I had to buy tickets. I'm gonna have FOMO if I don't. I don't, you know, really care about Justin anymore. Like, if he wasn't coming here, I wouldn't, you know, have made an effort to go travel to see him. I just, it's just faded. I'm not a believer anymore. But you know what? I'm feeling the nostalgia. I have yet to listen to his album yet, but the snippets I listened to were good. And I did start watching his docu-series, so that kind of got me, like, a little bit more hyped up because I was like, do I really want to spend this money? But also, I don't want to have FOMO. But like, also, Jaden Smith is touring, and I don't want to miss Never Say Never. You know what I mean? Uh, but you know, I'm going. I'm sure it'll be a good time. Hopefully, he does some throwbacks. But nevertheless, there is a little bit of controversy. Did I say that right? Controversy? Contro I think I said controversy. Uh, but yeah, basically, with his meet and greet so basically i think if anyone who you know was a fan of justin during believe tour maybe if you don't know just to refresh so it costs a lot of money to meet justin period uh i think it costs like a thousand two thousand last time for believe tour because honestly there was this girl who was like the daughter of a teacher that my sister knew and she paid like two thousand dollars to meet justin bieber for like 10 seconds which is insane like, we pay to meet other people? What's that? But basically, this time around, it's like over, somewhat over $1,000 to meet him, but it's a group picture, okay? So you and three other people pay, each pay over $1,000 to get a group picture with Justin. Now, do I get where he's coming from? Uh, maybe he, you know, it's a way to, like, get the meet and greet over with quicklier? That wasn't a word. But you know what I mean? Like, Maybe he has, like, a little, like, anxiety, doesn't- I don't know. I don't know about it. Because, I mean, I get it because, obviously, some people can be a bit much. But some people can kind of be, like, a little bit, like, overwhelming. So I can see, like, maybe he's trying to avoid those people. I don't know. But nevertheless, it is a shit ton of money to be in a group picture with somebody. I think the smarter move for him... If that's, you know, similar what I was explaining to the case, like maybe anxiety, not knowing how people are going to be during the meet and greet, trying to get it done over with and quick, you know, faster. If that was the kind of issue that he was dealing with that's making him do this group picture, maybe he should have just done a sound check where it's like still fun. You could do, you could sound check a couple songs, you do a Q&A, so it's kind of like you still kind of get that one-on-one -on -one experience sort of. And maybe do like a big group pick. It's just weird that someone would charge that much to like meet them and they're both humans. You know what I mean? But yeah, it's just crazy that we charge to meet other people. Like we're just people. It's like, yo, someone who want to pay $1,000 to meet me because I would gladly take that money. Thank you. Like at what point in your career when you're like so famous, it's going to cost you like over 
a thousand dollars to meet someone like maybe you shouldn't do meet and greets not that you shouldn't do meet and greets but like maybe you shouldn't charge like come up with something different like you know taylor swift she doesn't charge for meet and greets she just like has her people like pick out people you know to meet her and such so i don't know i just feel like that's really weird that people would spend that much money first of all you have that money okay go for you you got that coin to spend that money but also i would spend my coin elsewhere tbh so then we get into ticket prices so tickets for justin i was like okay you're gonna chart i know ticket prices have raised okay but justin has been back in a long time so maybe you could have done something else so it's like two hundred dollars to sit on the lower level i was lucky enough to snag a lower level seat for 149 when i saw that i snagged it because i'm not paying 200 and i got a better seat than i would be you know sitting on the balcony that's for sure but it's like dude charge a little less you can get some people to go maybe more people then have bought tickets now like i don't know look at your local justin bieber concert how much is he selling there's also the thing with the stadium did he kind of over i don't know what's the word i'm looking for did he kind of think that more people were gonna hop on the train to be honest as far as nostalgia goes it was a little bit different with Justin. Obviously, he's been away for a while, but I didn't feel... Maybe that's because I'm not as into Justin as I was back in the day, but I feel like just from like looking at it from the outside, he didn't do as much to get the hype up. Like I think if he would have done like some throwback stuff, then maybe he could get the, you know, throwback people on the bandwagon. And he'd also get his fans that, you know, are still with him who are obviously going to go. Then you can get the locals who are going to go because they know your bop's on the radio. That kind of thing. So I feel like as far as they overestimated, I think is the word. If I didn't already say it, I honestly don't remember. And I just said the sentence a couple seconds ago. It was a little overestimated. We'll see how it sells because sometimes things don't sell like right away. And then they somehow, when it gets closer to the event, people are like, okay, I'll go. And they buy a ticket. But... I don't know. We'll see how that thing sells. I do think he overestimated just a little bit because I think if he would have, like, maybe, I don't know if it's, like, him or his team. Like, I don't know. You could have done some more stuff to, you know, play on that nostalgia. Like, Joe Bros, I feel like they did a great job with coming back. Obviously, that's a little bit different because it's a group coming back after a while after doing things individually whereas Justin is like just himself so but I think there's a lot more that could have been done that could have been used to build the hype yeah it's just like not as exciting as it used to be to be honest but anyway what I was getting into ticket prices now his it's like okay it's a little overpriced but whatever uh in general for Ticketmaster what has been happening is so obviously the people who you know, for example, like Taylor's those people, they set the event prices. So Taylor's like, okay, good. We have some cheaper tickets. <laughs> LOL, about a hundred has to be cheaper. Remember the days when you get actually get like a $50 ticket? Isn't that crazy? Artist people will set their price. You're like, okay, good. I, there's a cheap ticket for me. Ticketmaster is now doing this thing for some events called demand pricing. Basically, the higher in demand, they will raise the prices. So let me just tell you, this isn't like... A $50 price raise, you know what I mean? Which I think, if you're going to have demand pricing, maybe make it on the lower end. Not triple the price, so you can make more money, which I get it, it's a business, it's a hustle, 
you go Ticketmaster for making that move. However, things are becoming, when $100 is affordable for one person to go, to unaffordable when you raise a $100 ticket to a freaking $400 ticket. I just want to see Taylor Swift, but I cannot afford to pay $400 for my ticket, let alone take the two other people I want to take and make the drive there, maybe get a hotel, do this, do that. $400 per person to sit at the top of a freaking stadium? That's insane. And that's not Taylor's fault. She made the prices, well not her, but you know what I mean, her team made affordable prices so everyone could go. But then Ticketmaster went all crazy. Things become affordable to crazy unaffordable because realistically it's like, yes, we can go alone to a concert, but there is like, I have no problem with going alone to a concert, but like, I want to take other people. Whether you're paying out of your pocket with for other people to go with you or expecting other people to pay $400 to go with you, that's like a lot of money. And it's insane, and I don't know what could be done about it, honestly. Like, that's not something, like, I can't solve the Ticketmaster demand pricing, you know, issue. But it's like, I don't know who can fix that. Is there a way to do that? Is there a way for the artists people to step in and be like, hey, stop like triple charging our people? I don't know what the solution is, but it definitely is frustrating. I know it's happened for Taylor's Lovers Fest. I heard it happened for the My Chemical Romance reunion, which obviously that's already going to be in high demand. And I'm sure tons of people, they were very, very popular, want to see them. And I can understand the frustration same as me trying to see Taylor as people just want to see the artists that they want to see maybe they haven't seen them in a while maybe they've seen them recently whatever whoever the situation may be it's just frustrating when you can't afford the cheapest ticket because Ticketmaster is raising prices and to add on to that even people you know I think a lot of people ended up buying the demand pricing because that was kind of what was available I know when Taylor had her like fan pre-sale i was on it i waited for five hours in that freaking waiting line and guess what there was nothing by the time I, and first of all i waited five hours that is ridiculous and basically for the fan pre-sale they like made sure there wasn't demand pricing but then when it went to general sale there was like you couldn't escape the demand pricing concert prices are raising in general so then you add on tripling the price and you're like okay well obviously the average person cannot afford that it's like if i went to one concert a year i could swing it i would that would make it more reasonable but like realistically people who like to go to concerts they like a lot of artists it's just not realistic to pay 400 dollars every single time you want to see someone and if you have the coin do it but it's more like the like point of it like okay they make tickets affordable for people and then now it's no longer affordable what's up with that and I think the point I was getting to, but I got off on that tangent, was that Ticketmaster is also, which is a weird thing, we all know they got into the reselling, you know, business, so kind of a way to deter people from going to StubHub. Uh, I personally haven't had a good experience on StubHub. I know people have before, but yeah, StubHub is crazy. People reselling things like crazy, you don't actually know. Ticketmaster has taken steps to kind of prevent that from happening, but obviously it still happens. And even on their resale site, and I don't know if they do this because they think if they change it, people will still go to StubHub or what, but basically 
they'll just let them price it at whatever. I feel like there should be a cap. Like, people trying to charge, like, $10,000 for a ticket, and you're like, alright, bro. No one's paying $10,000 for that. I could tell you that much. Because let's be real. Average people go to concerts, okay? Obviously, yes, rich people go to concerts, I'm sure. But, like, the average person, which is the majority, okay? The rich are, like, the 1% has $10,000 to spend on your resale ticket. So, like, there's there becomes a point when it's like, oh, I just need to resell this because I'm not able to go. Uh, maybe I'll make an extra $25 on it or something. To, be like, being extremely greedy and you're like, all right, this is ridiculous. Okay, relax. There's no reason you need to be doing that. Ticketmaster also makes it weird. So, like, I did this for the Jonas Brothers when I had to uh, sell one of my tickets to a show where basically, so say you spent... This is just an exaggeration. It was not this cheap. Uh, say you spent $100 on a ticket, okay? When you want to sell it for $100, it says, oh, but you only make this much off of it. So you have to raise the price higher in order to make back what you actually paid for the ticket, which is also really weird. That's not how Ticketmaster used to do it. Yeah, I just think there needs to be a cap as far as how high uh, and not a cap on how low because... If someone maybe, you know, bought a $200 ticket and it doesn't let them resell it for under $150 and maybe they just want to get rid of it and they want to lower it for under that, they should be able to and it's weird that they make a cap on that too. I don't know. It's very weird. They're just kind of mungy- <laughs> Kind of money hungry, TBH. Yeah, and it's like very frustrating that this is like, I don't know, what are we doing? Ticketmaster is like the only ticket place. Live Nation, we all know Live Nation, they're owned by Ticketmaster, so like that doesn't really count. And a lot of the other, like if you go to see like smaller artists, you probably have like, you know, Ticketfly, Eventbrite, that kind of stuff. That doesn't count because that's like for the smaller artists and Ticketmaster is made for like much, much higher traffic. But like Ticketmaster, and I know there's like another one, it starts with the A, I can't think, Amex? I don't know if it's that, that's it. I think that's a movie theater, I don't know. But there's another one, that like starts with an A that also uh, is used for tickets, but it's just not to the level of Ticketmaster and Ticketmaster is kind of like the only guy out there. So it's like, obviously it's the only option for people to buy tickets unless the artist invests in making a new ticket sale place that can hold the traffic and the craziness that a lot of the artists in high demand need. But yeah, it's just messed up people. It really just is. Recently, speaking of Taylor, I watched Miss Americana, which is her documentary on Netflix, and it was really, really interesting to watch. I'm a huge fan of Taylor, so I found it really interesting. I think people who kind of like Taylor would definitely like it too, like even if you're not like a huge fan. It was just a really good insight into her mind and a little bit about her and her opening up, you know, on her having, realizing she wanted to speak out about politics and how kind of the media has affected her, and I think that is such a big thing. It, and it always has been, but especially now, First of all, it's crazy like how much negative comments can affect you and just like a lot of YouTubers say like you could have millions of good comments but it's just the one that you see that gets at you and media expectations and this is just not people who do who make negative comments and are haters for no reason which also side tangent makes no sense to me if you don't like someone okay why are you spending so much time thinking about that like listen if somebody is hating on you just be like you know what guess what they're thinking about me because they're spending their time thinking about you like 
I don't want to think about people I hate. I just want to watch Secret Life of the American Teenager. Is that so hard? <laughs> Secret Life of the American Teenager is a whole other tangent I would love to go on one day. It really truly is a show, that is for sure. But it's just like nuts to me. And like a lot of people don't have reasons, actual reasons to hate her, which is like, they just want to hate her to hate her. Like one of the biggest things is like, Oh, she has so many boyfriends. Really? She has so many boyfriends. Okay, well, this person had, like, so many girlfriends and is thinking about all of his relationships, too. And Taylor's, like, making good music out of it. Uh, not that guys can't make good music, um, but <laughs> this is a check of men, period. It just makes no sense. Hello? Maybe we read about our life experiences? What did you want Taylor Swift to sing about? Rainbows and unicorns? First of all, would still buy the album. But I'm just saying, you know, there's a lot to like, and obviously she's going to sing about it. And articles, I was just actually on Twitter and I saw a tweet from J14 like, oh, all of Millie Bobby Brown's dating history. And I'm like, she's like 15 or something. That is freaking crazy that they're, that they're just people reporting on that. And then I think back, I'm like, oh, that's what people were doing to Miley, Selena, Demi when they were that age too. Which is freaking wild to think about that. That that is a thing. That Kobe Bryant and his daughter died and that the freaking wife had to find that out on TMZ. That is fucked up. The media is just psycho and they have, they report on things like it's nothing. They have no boundaries. Like, hello, do you think you would want to find out that your people died through TMZ? Not from like an actual call that so many people in the world knew before you did like i don't know it's just crazy to me like that right there is just like no faith in humanity does nobody have a brain does nobody have a brain i guess not i guess they don't it's just crazy and there's a lot of celebrity expectations like people they are all they are people they're not just these random like and i get it because sometimes we view celebrities kind of in like a higher light like it's weird like they're kind of like above us but like different than us in a way but guess what they all poop tom cruise poops actually i don't want to bring his name up he's in scientology but i already did don't come after me please tom cruise poops demi lovato poops paris hilton poops paris hilton poops okay i'm just saying we're all human we're all human actually i would believe if paris hilton like somehow came out and like shed shed said she didn't poop i would believe her i also just sorry this is like another side tangent i watched like someone that said like she had like a cooking episode and i watched it and i was like kind of thought it would be better produced for paris hilton but it was more like raw footage just in like hd kind of i don't know go watch it for yourself and see what you think she like made lasagna in case you were looking for a lasagna recipe paris hilton has it for you but it's just really weird and just how like the entire industry hates women it's really it's just really weird like nobody wants i mean politics is a whole other thing because men don't like women to speak up period they don't like anybody who says something different than them and this is not like an argument like oh you like blue i like the color purple this is not an argument about that this is like do you like human rights or no and it's like that she like she was broke down crying like trying to prove her point uh in the documentary like this is not something little this is not something minuscule people are coming out and saying that they're against women's rights 
LGBTQ rights, you know, immigrant rights, they don't want, you know, that. So it's, like, crazy to think that people would attack her for, like, standing for things that humans should stand for. One of the things I always think about when, like, a discussion about the media comes out is Starstruck, uh, which was a Disney Channel original movie with Sterling Knight and Danielle Campbell, uh, who also, if you watch The Bachelor, resembles Hannah Ann for some reason. Also, The Bachelor this season, kind of boring, but, like, not boring enough to turn off, like, Nick Vile, but I don't know how to describe it. Anyway, we're not talking about The Bachelor today, although I could have a lot to say. Just nuts how people don't have the, like, I don't know, mental capacity to realize, like, hey, you're overstepping boundaries, period. And you don't hate someone, you just maybe don't care for their music. I don't listen to Post Malone, but I have nothing against Post Malone. I just don't listen to him, period. I have nothing, like, people like, oh, I don't like Taylor Swift, okay? Good for you? Like, people love to say that. It's just, I don't care, like, and why are you spending so much time on things you don't care about? It just makes no sense to me. Like, if you don't like something, don't pay attention to it. The only time you need to come up and say, hey, I hate this person or I hate this thing is when they're, like, coming against human rights. You know what I mean? Just, like, something like that. Maybe um, when they do something bad, something, you know, problematic, that kind of thing. It's just weird to me that... We spend so much time on that, I don't know, but I think I gotta stop this round because honestly, I could go on forever about the craziness of media and just how dumb it is, and I can, you know, the media is dumb, Ticketmaster dumb, Ticketmaster dumb, <laughs> not even, Ticketmaster is dumb, Ticketmaster is dumb, media is dumb, Justin Bieber's dumb, just kidding, no offense, uh, also, thank god he shaved that mustache, oh my god, I'm sorry, that was horrible. There are just, like, some things that make your appearance worse, and I'm not gonna lie. The mustache made it worse. It made him look, like, dirtier. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is so irrelevant. I'm like, guys, don't hate on people. Me, yeah, Justin Bieber's mustache was ugly. But, like, there's a difference, you know? I was a believer. I can say that. <laughs> anyway, guys, I'm just gonna read you a motivational text from Greg Sulkin. Um, just to end this podcast, right? I'm like, Greg Sulkin... <laughs> I don't know why like, I thought to do this, but anyway, I had to stop ranting because, like I said, it could go on forever. Greg Sulkin, uh, he has, like, one of those, like, fan text messages things, and I just, like, thought I would read you a couple of text messages that I've gotten personally from Greg Sulkin. Enjoy the day, and hopefully you'll get enough rest for a productive week ahead. What are your goals this week? Let's create a beautiful community together. I'm, like, not talking. <laughs> I'm, like, don't bully. I'm not bullying. Okay, I love Greg. It's just funny to get this text about motivation when I am in my bed watching Lock and Key. Also, if you haven't watched Lock and Key on Netflix, go watch it and eating Doritos. You know what I mean? Like, I'm clearly not going to be productive at all. But Greg Sullivan is like, get your ass up, bitch. And here's something that kind of ties, I think, the end of the podcast right. Just wanted to remind you that even though your life may get busy at times, try not to forget to do a good deed for others today. Even if it's making another person smile or helping them in a positive way. I feel bad because it seems like I'm making fun of him, but I'm not. Like, do something good. Be positive. Don't be negative. Shake it off, as Taylor Swift says. You know, smile at a person today. They don't have to smile at you back. That's, like, the main thing in retail. Like, 
smile at people, say hi to people. <laughs> like half of them don't say hi back because they're just like, oh, whatever. But you know what? Do good deeds. Follow what Greg Silken says uh, because you know what? He's right. I'm just a lazy bitch. <laughs> and with that, I hope you enjoyed this episode uh, of me ranting. Uh, also, just to bring the podcast back around, don't forget to go on YouTube and look up Thinking Out Loud by JoJo. You're welcome. She's also coming out with new music if she hasn't already. Uh, soon. I just saw her TikTok about it. Oh my god. She's an icon. Go listen to her music. Okay, bye.